What's going on, friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I am your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Who Dat Ninja 73 and let me first start off by saying I hope everyone is staying healthy and staying safe and staying inside, doing your best social distancing during this time of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. Um, things are weird. Things are very weird, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to bring you a new episode to help you during these tough times if you are stuck at home and you need a, an escape for a little bit. Um, if you are feeling the heavy effects of being um, stuck inside and not really uh, conversing with uh, another human being as much as you would like, that was my thumb, by the way, uh, cracking, because I'm old. Um Please uh, do not hesitate. Come uh, to my Twitter, WhoDatNinja73, uh, or uh, the Best Friends Twitter account, BFS Talk Funny, um, and just hit me up. Uh, I'm I'm there for all, each and every single one of you. This is a tough time for everybody, um, so let's get through this together. Let's help each other out. Let's make this be as smooth and as uh, stress-free and painless as possible. Um, and if you're feeling under the weather, um, feel better soon. Please, for all of us, please get better. Uh, like myself, who's got a cough. Uh, I'm not, I, don't, I don't have uh, the uh, coronavirus, but you know what? It is uh, the worst possible time for my anxiety to get sick. So if you hear uh, some coughing in this episode, I did my best to try to get it all taken out of there. Um, I apologize. I tried. Uh, it's real hard. So if you hear like uh, wheezing noises, that's just the way I sound right now. And yeah, uh, I, I deeply, deeply apologize. But it's not going to take away from your enjoyment of this episode because my guest on this show for this week is Adam Gumby. Adam Gumbert, uh, if, if you want to you know, call him by his formal name. Um, Adam gave me my first shot of playing Dungeons and Dragons when I put on Twitter and I think in the Facebook group how much I badly wanted to play. And he offered to DM for me and a couple of other amazing kind of funny best friends. And um, I got hooked. And Adam is a creative, intelligent, super uh, supportive uh, best friend. And I'm so happy to have him on here to talk about his life and what what he's into as I knock water bottles off my desk. Um, Adam's just fantastic, and I'm happy to bring him for all of you so you can get to know him better and why this community is so awesome. So without further ado, let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. Welcome to Best Friends Talk Funny. How are you doing in this crazy world that we're living in right now? 
I'm fantastic. Got all the diseases. I'm good to go. <laughs> Nothing can stop you now. I'm just like uh, um, in that Simpsons when Mr. Burns had all the diseases. So he's like, nothing can kill me. They're like, no, anything could kill you. He's like, I'm invincible. <laughs> he just walked yeah. out the room. <laughs> Where are you from? Where are you at right now? Well, I am from Lexington, Kentucky. Sweet. Which is not rural in the in the hills, mining coal, Kentucky. It is University of Kentucky college basketball, you know, Kentucky Wildcats. Okay. Uh, yeah. Pretty big city, actually. John Calipari, right? Yep. Is the coach? Good old awful coach who's real good at recruiting. <laughs> I always looked at him and he looked like a villain in a game. He does. He just, he just seems like weaselly and like... <laughs> he looks like the mage of the main boss that you have to beat before you get to the main yes, boss. Yes, for sure. He's like the second hand man that is just like has 800 summons. And they're all <laughs> five-star 18-year-old athletes. <laughs> Uh, what is, what is that like when uh, living in like college basketball mecca for some people? It's crazy because I'm not from here originally, so I'm not a mega fan of it at all. Like I'll watch it if it's on TV because you know whatever I'll watch sports. You know, God, I miss mm-hmm. sports. Um, yeah, same. But this town goes crazy for it, man, and the rightfully so. Like it's a good team. So, yeah. um, but some of the fandom is is ridiculous. Um, you live to learn with it. It's more fun whenever you're on the outside and you're not attached to it. It's just more fun. Yeah. And it's surprisingly, I was talking to a friend about like our how big our cities are. This city has like six hundred thousand people, and for like being a city in the middle of Kentucky is like that's a pretty deep. Yeah. You're you're in New York, but yeah. like once you get outside of the big cities, yeah, it's a pretty big city. That's a, that's a surprising number for me. Like I would not put Lexington as six hundred thousand people. I know I didn't either, but I was like, oh, yeah. apparently so. <laughs> um, so it's crazy. Like it's. It's it's a big city, like it's a metro area, but then you can drive 20 minutes outside of town and you're in like horse country, like bluegrass, mm. fields with the giant, you know, rows of fences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's crazy, but it's really cool to live in. And I'm not even from here. I'm just enjoying it. <laughs> Where are you from originally? I'm originally from Indiana. Oh, okay. Which is... Where in Indiana? I was born in Fort Wayne, um, but then you live in Indianapolis afterwards because everyone lives in Indianapolis. Why would you live yeah. anywhere else? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's like uh when I, when I think of indiana of course i think of reggie miller and the pacers yeah because uh, they killed my knicks when i was younger um i think of uh the colts mm-hmm. you know obviously big sports fan and then i think of pawnee from parks and rec yes and- <laughs> god so good <laughs> those are the only things that i think of when it comes to that's, indiana that's most of what indiana is it's yeah. <laughs> uh it's actually crazy because when i first started watching football it was in like 2001 or 2002, so I was like 10, maybe 11 or so. I'm like, I'm going to start getting into football. I'd already moved at that point, but I'm like, well, Kentucky doesn't have a team. I'm from Indiana. I'll like the Colts. And guess who we just got in the draft? Peyton Manning. So my entire mm-hmm. football, fanies, awesome. football fan career, it's been Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. That's amazing. Yeah, and then I hate Tom Brady. I respect Tom Brady, but man, that dude beat us so many times in the AFC Championship game. I'm so upset about it. <laughs> yeah. I also despise him, but like my Giants have defeated him twice. In the That's why I love so Eli. Okay. I will never talk shit about Eli. He beat him twice. I'm happy. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I will carry that flag that he is a Hall of Famer for oh, absolutely. my entire life. Absolutely. For the for the only those two reasons alone. That's all you need. Just beat Tom Brady once, and you deserve to be maybe in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Beat him twice. Make his own separate Hall of Fame. There you go. Of, like best Eli's of all time. Um. Uh, what is uh, from the depiction of Pawnee? Uh, 
which is not a real place, I don't think. No, I don't think Pawnee is an actual okay. place. No. Is did they capture the vibe of Indiana well in that show? Pretty much. That Pawnee is it's definitely small town America. Mm-hmm. Um for sure. Like Pawnee could be a place that's like out like 30 minutes outside of Lexington, definitely a place in Indiana. Like it's it's small, everyone knows each other, but it's, you know, it's like a nice the nicety of the people in that show is definitely mm-hmm. an Indiana thing. Gotcha. Actually, it's kind of more of a, a Southern thing as well. Just like everyone talks to you. Because, you know, you being from New York, a lot of rude yeah. people around there, right? Yes. Because my friend's wife a is lot. from New York. And, like, if you come to the South, like, you don't do that. Like, she yeah. was, like, trying to get smart with the waiter once. They're like, whoa, whoa, calm down. You don't do that. She's going to call you honey. She's going to give you an ice, uh, a sweet tea, and you're going to leave her alone. Yeah. So, like, that's definitely, Pawnee is definitely, you know, Ohio Valley area. It's just like, mm-hmm. everyone's nice. You know, it looks beautiful and it's yeah. a good time. How old were you when you moved from uh, Fort Wayne to uh, to Lexington? Um, first grade. So I rolled. Oh, okay. Was it six six years old, seven years old, something like that? Gotcha. Okay. So you've been in Kentucky for a while then. Oh, most of my life, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite thing about there, other than like the the college atmosphere when they're they're playing games? It's um, it's cool getting seasons. Yeah. That's a good call. <laughs> right, in, we're right in the middle of of the of America, so like it, you get the hot, muggy summers, which was fun playing football and you know ninety eight ninety eight percent humidity. But then you get real winters, you get real everything. Yeah, and it's pretty cool, and it's and it's right in the middle where you can kind of do anything. So like the town itself has like has a big arena, and we'll get like we had Raw and SmackDown, and we'll get all that. But if you really want to go, it's like forty five minutes to Cincinnati, thirty minutes to oh, Louisville. Sweet. It's like two hours to Indianapolis if you drive fast. Mm-hmm. It's a nice central area, and it's kind of like its own little pocket, but there's like plenty of stuff to do there. Nice. Uh, you mentioned playing football. You did that in high school? Yep. I play football for middle school and high school, so about six oh, years sweet. total. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what position did you play? I played wide receiver slash running back. All right. What, what did you prefer, catching passes or taking the handoffs? I, I preferred running because I didn't learn how to catch until I was, like, 14 or 15 uh, to catch yeah. right. I knew how to catch, but, like, there's a right way to catch the ball. So, like... Yeah. Did they teach you, like, diamond up? Yeah, they had to teach down. me the diamond thing because I had no idea yeah. Um, yeah. as a kid because I never I never had to do it. Also, I was at the point where I was bigger than most kids, even though I really wasn't that big. Like, I grew my full height and then stopped. Yeah. Um, so they're like, well, you can run, but we want the short muscular kid to do it so i guess go be a receiver i'm like all right fine with me i'm gonna have to learn to catch <laughs> let's go do it how uh how uh good was the team awful were you on a you were awful team team was trash <laughs> i don't think that team's ever been good okay it's just been like uh they just don't breed them real well football wise in kentucky or just uh, like a bad no they do it's just the school um yeah. itself just didn't have it had a lot of good basketball players like we had okay. pro basketball players and uh Oh, nice. And stuff like that. But football is like, yeah, dudes would play football when basketball wasn't going on. But, like, Mm -hmm. they didn't put much focus on it. Yeah. How much did it suck getting hit by a cornerback or a safety trying to go for a pass? Here's the crazy thing. Preferred it. They asked me to play defense, and I hate tackling people. I can get tackled, no problem. Don't care. Tackle me all day. I hate hitting people. I don't mind getting hit. Do you have any idea why you feel that way? No idea. I would always pull up whenever I went for a tackle. It's just like a weird mind thing. I was just like, I don't really want maybe to hit this dude. you just don't want to be responsible for hurting somebody, maybe? Yeah, I just didn't like trying to make a tackle. I couldn't do it, yeah. but I'd take it all day. didn't bother me at all. Yeah. It's a weird I feel that. mind thing, for sure, but... Yeah. 
I I always wanted to play football, but my mom was afraid I'd get hurt, so she never allowed me to. I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in thinking about it, like, yeah, you you made the right call, mom, because I'm hurting myself just walking up the stairs. So, oh like, yeah. <laughs> getting, being on the football field, no, I'm good. I'll probably be stretchered off. You got a family guy it where you're, like your leg is and your armor always <laughs> behind your back every time you fall down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, um. Have you seen uh, Kevin Nash? For those listening, is a, a old wrestler. Have you seen what his knees look like after all the years of wrestling? Yeah, mm, it's where bad. they were like completely bent backwards. Yeah, and he had surgery. To, that would be me after like one game of football. <laughs> <laughs> it could be rough, man, especially here because you get some of them. Some of them country. You got country strong people yeah, around. It's either sure. country strong or just like super fast black dudes, and like that's it. So like it was uh-huh. tough out there, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else did you do when you were in uh, in school, when you weren't playing football? Like, what were you into? Well, I mean, just like most people probably listen to this, I played a ton of video games. Like, yeah. that's literally all I did was play video games, and then, like, I guess I'll go to football practice now. Yeah. What was your go-to uh, video game? Oh, God, as a kid. It's just like as a kid as I am now, I play everything. Like, Same. Yeah. Uh, thousands of games at this point. Um, that's what I was all about. Because at that point... What was out when I was in high school? 360 PS3 era. So okay. yeah, my for those who who know, my gamer score is at 200,000, which Sweet. is a pretty high number. Yeah, it is. Um, and that's just for me playing back in the, and just continuing to play this entire time. Um, mm-hmm. My trophy count sucks, but that's just because I'm bad at platinuming and 100 percenting things. That's fine. Um, no worries. Not everyone can be a platinum hunter. It's tough, hunter. man. I'm just like they're like, go collect all the. I'm like, nah, I don't need all the collectibles. I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was pretty much football, um, video games, and you. Once you become an adult, you realize that man, you had so much free time as a kid where you just did nothing at all, and nothing was expected of you. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of running into that now, at least for me, with this whole pandemic going. Yeah, around. certain people are going through it now for sure. It, it's it's been a week since I have had to worry about waking up and going to work. Um, getting stir crazy. I can tell you, I'm getting stir crazy. Yeah, it's. You, you always want to have time, more time at home to just play games and just chill. Mm-hmm. But, like, after day three, I was like, okay, I want to do something a little yeah. bit else. Definitely me life. when I, I take vacation time. I'm like, yeah. all right, it's Tuesday. I'm, I need to do something. <laughs> it, like, it'd be different if, we were, if I was, like, on vacation somewhere. Totally different. But me just waking up and going down, sitting on the couch, and spending the whole day pretty much on the couch. Yeah. Because I can't really leave my house. Like That's right. You're not supposed to leave. Yeah, so you're not even supposed to leave. You can't even go do anything yeah. if you want to. Exactly. So it's it's very, it's weird. It is super weird. I don't know if how long I can hold on to this. <laughs> yeah, just before we started this, I got a text from the school. They were supposed to reopen yeah. April 6th. Now they're saying April 20th, 420, blaze it. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm just like, Take Damn. that, young kids. I know, right? Uh, but it's just like, man, another, like, this is, they probably won't even finish the year at this point. I don't know. We'll see how bad it gets, but. Yeah. Uh, my school district that I work for is supposed to be closed until next Friday. Um, and then it would have been a week and then we have spring break, mm-hmm. but I can imagine them closing it for that week in between. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely, it's definitely weird thinking about how they're going to finish the school year. Because, like, if, if, it, if it is this bad and it's not going away, like, are we just going to not go to school? And then are my nieces just going to have to retake the whole grade over? Like, how is that going to work? Uh, that's what I'm wondering, too. I think that they'll yeah. they'll pull it off till May or who knows. And maybe you'll just, yeah. like, I think there was something about, 
you know, our great President Trump. But something about um, not needing standardized testing. Maybe it was just a state thing. Sure. I don't know what her state was, but it's like kids don't need to take. Don't worry about it this year because they're going to be out yeah. of school for so long. They're like, don't worry about it. Yeah. The the one uh, bright uh, light to this, at least personally, I got a jury duty summons for next Friday. I don't think I have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, courthouses aren't open around here, so you might be okay. <laughs> yeah, so I I hope when I check it, they're like, hey, I know you're good for whatever the year count is. Um, so, hey, I got out of that. Hey. hey I, was, I was very mad when I got that. I was like, come on now. Yeah, I know. It's like, just keep piling on, world. Let's go. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It's just like for uh, jurors are paid $40 a day if you get selected. Yeah, well, nothing. That's insane. Forty dollars a day when when I'm subbing and I make a hundred and fifty bucks a day when I sub. Yeah, that's, it'd be cool if it was forty dollars on top of something else. Exactly. But it's like instead of working, here's forty bucks. I'm like, thanks exactly. for letting me yeah. get here and leave. Yep, for sure. <laughs> that's what I can pay for. Uh, speaking of working, uh, what do you do for a living in uh, in Kentucky? I am a mailman, post Sweet. office worker. So you're one of those essential workers right now. I am essential, according to them. I don't think I should be, but I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been working for the uh, post office? I have been working there for six years, I believe, at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Since I was 20, 23 and 29. Now. Yeah, so about six years, almost seven years, something like that. What made you go to the post office for a job? Well, I went to college for fire safety administration. Sweet. Which is not post office. <laughs> so <laughs> I went to college. I was going through that. Um, I honestly was going. They were just like, you can keep going. Because I was paying out of pocket. I didn't have scholarship. And they are like, you can keep mm-hmm. going here. Or and I was also working at the same time. So I was kind of struggling, having a hard time. My professor was like, you can keep doing this. Or you can just wait till you're 21 and not give yourself all that debt. I was like, mm, I'm thinking about that. So I was like, all right, I'm done with this. I'll stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got 21, I applied for a fire department police uh department and i just needed to work so i'm like i'll go for the post office as well so i was working at the post office got calls back from the police and the fire department like i wanted and i went mm-hmm. through the whole taking the physical test polygraph and did all that stuff then i was at the end of the day i was like i'm gonna make more money staying at the post office and i don't have to mm-hmm. put myself in danger so i really had to think on it but i was like to be honest i'm really happy where i am like yeah i get it you pretty much you go to work you're in the office for an hour, and then for the rest of the day, you're by yourself, just oh, wow. doing your own thing. And like that's why yeah. I listen to so many podcasts because I have seven hours a day to listen to podcasts. Yeah, you got time. So and I was like, you know, I would have loved to do the fireman thing, but I was like, it's still a government thing, and mm-hmm. it's kind of safer. I don't have to worry because at that point, my son had been born. I was like, it's safer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick with this, and I've loved it. Like, yeah, I got real lucky where I got placed and. I just drive around like rich old people neighborhoods all day. It's great. <laughs> That's that sounds lovely. Uh, what what uh what made you want to go for fire safety? Um, I just wanted to serve. Really, yeah. I was looking at the different options on like you know doing a public sort of a thing. Like it just really interesting. That was what I've the minute I got there into college, I was looking around because the college I went to they specifically have like a department for like homeland security police like that's where the police officer the state troopers train is at the college uh-huh. and i was looking at all this stuff i'm like this is the kind of thing that i want to do and i don't know what it is i just kind of want to go out there be in the public and help people out that's awesome it's very admirable I, there, there's not a lot of people that i know that can say that that they just want to serve people and, and and be a benefit to the community that's awesome it's tough i guess i didn't go through with it 
But yeah. for the people who do, man, I you know I went through started the process. It's tough. I, I give them due respect all the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what is your least favorite part about working at the post office? Is it just all the free time? No, I love the free time. That's my yeah. favorite part. There's, and they're, I mean, honestly, kids, if you can get a government job, go for it. They're going to overpay you, and you're not going to do anything. Um, yeah. My least favorite, not anymore, but it used to be some of the customers because you're just mm-hmm. around, you know, it depends where you are. Because, like, now I'm in a good neighborhood, but back when I was in a not-as-good neighborhood, every day, like, just like this old crackhead would stop me and try to talk to me for, like, 20 minutes. I'm like, hey, man, no disrespect. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I got things to do. Yeah. Um that was really it, though. It's it's not that bad. And I guess uh, weather, like if you're sure. delivering mail in a snowstorm is never fun. Yeah. Are you uh, in a um, in a truck? You walk it? What is uh I used to walk. Mailbox? Now I'm in a truck. Yeah. So if you have okay. a, a mailbox on your curbside, you know, like on your, on your street corner or, you know, like in front of your house, I just drive up and put it in there. Apparently, I never knew because as a kid, that's what we always had. Apparently, a lot of people have mailboxes on their house, and you got to walk up to it. And when I started, I had no idea. And they're like, "You're walking." I'm like, "What do you mean?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. So I don't get the mail, the the post office truck like automatically. Like, what are you what are you talking about? Yeah, what do you, I don't get to drive up to the house. It's like, no, you you gotta you gotta go drive somewhere, park, and walk this whole block off. I'm like, all right, well, this is fun. <laughs> I'm sure it's not fun like in the the muggy summers. No. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Especially in Kentucky, because we actually get muggy. But I mean, yeah. you get to walk to work out. I guess. That's true. You get, get do get to be outside, which is one of the benefits of me working at summer camp. That yeah. is one of my favorite. It is not when it's nice when it's like 73 degrees and like windy. Yeah. Oh, it's the best ever. And I can't it's complain because there are 50 year old women who've been doing it longer than me and do it every day and don't complain. So I can't say sure. anything. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you're not delivering mail and, and, and serving the community, uh, what, what are you into now as an adult? As an adult? Entirely yeah. too much, to be honest with you. Yeah. I was just looking over, you know, kind of preparing for this. Like, I do three podcasts, maybe about yeah. to do four. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I do a ton of podcasts. Um, yeah. It's a game still. I was thinking about streaming again. Like, anytime I get free time, I'm like, I need to fill this up with a hobby. Because mm-hmm. too much free time I don't like. It's like, if I, if I don't have the kid with me, I got to do something uh-huh so yeah um and then again i'm big sports dude wrestling guy but everything's yeah. shut down right at this moment so yeah i was enjoying the hell of the xfl man i was having a good old time yeah it, it was definitely fun to have another form of uh football out there um uh, you, you mentioned uh podcasts and mm-hmm. i know one of the podcasts you do is a uh is a dungeons and dragons show oh yeah which uh i i need to bring up because you gave me the chance to finally play so after wishing for myself to play dungeons and dragons are we gonna get into this now this is this is fun yeah we can get into this now um so i want to talk about your history with D and specifically being a dm because i find that job so daunting when it comes to playing that game like i, I don't know how you do it or any of the uh, dms do it yeah, I don't know how people do it well. Like, I don't, I mean, I guess Matt Mercer's, I mean, he is a professional, but boy, the way he does it, it's like, I don't, man, you're yeah. godsend. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but don't sell yourself short. You're an, you're an awesome DM. Well, thank you. I tried. I was like, especially like, as it went along, I'm like, I'm just going to be ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. let's just do silly shit. Like, let's have mm-hmm. fun with this. Um, but yeah, with D&D, I started... I was uh, I had a friend from high school who was like, "Hey, you want to do this thing, uh, play D and D?" Because I was interested in it. Because uh, I just started, I just heard about Critical Role. This was like season one, like back when they were 
just starting it out. I was like, you know what? It's always sounded fun. I don't know how to do it. Know nothing about it. All right. He's like, all right, come along with me. I got with him, played like three or four sessions, and then that kind of broke up. But I was like, hey, this is really cool. I really like this. Um, so time went on, and eventually, you know, I'd get another group. It lasts for a couple weeks, and like that's, I mean, you you know, it like sometimes they yeah. just stop going, and it is what it is. So at some point, I was like, I, I just got to do this shit myself. Yeah. So I was <laughs> like, all right, I'm guess I'm gonna DM. Who wants to play this? And I had people in groups from before that had broken up, and I was like all right, guys, I'll do it. Like, I'm literally, I'll do this because I want to play it. So mm-hmm. you just sit there and prepare. And then I did, I DM'd for years, two or three years, I think I'd done that. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, I'm in a group now where another uh, best friend, Mike, Mike Tanty, and mm-hmm. you might see him in the group and stuff. He DMs yep. and we, that's from the podcast, so he's running that now. But yeah, I DM'd for years. I know, trying to learn all the tricks of the trade and trying to have fun and, make characters and yeah it's like that again i need a hobby i need something to do at all times and i'm like this is perfect and i just went all in on that so i was super into that what's uh what's your favorite thing to do is just be a player or be a dm and create like these scenarios where you'll kill the players (laughs) (laughs) i don't being a player it's kind of interesting when you're a player who knows all the tricks behind the scenes it can be real Mm -hmm. fun um but running so like specifically i will say this not saying it just because you're here running the group with you that we did so we did the campaign and then i can bind the yeah i can bind the two groups into like the one shot like every week we just do a different adventure that was my favorite thing the one shot stuff yeah that was awesome because you don't have to like worry about like what's the gods of this you when you're a dm you over plan for things that literally no one gives a shit about um, but I'm like, hey, it's a one shot. Like, here's a crazy idea. Here's a little mission. We'll do this for three hours. Yeah. Go home and have a good time. Yeah, for sure. I think the first one we did, uh, the first one shot we did, we went after some uh, goblins. And then when we showed up, each goblin was a legendary WWE wrestler. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I did the wrestlers because it's just like, all right, there's an encounter. It's like, oh, there's goblins on the road. I was like, okay. That's cool. Let me take the the basis of this, and I'm gonna change it around. And they gave the they gave them like special actions. It was like a grapple attack, and I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna make them wrestlers <laughs> at this yeah. point. They have special grapple attacks. They're wrestlers, so yeah, f it. And just, like that's the fun part, and especially like walking your players through stuff, and like you know what could possibly happen, and you're trying to prepare and think of stuff, and then they come at you with some bullshit, and it's like that's oh, even yeah. that's even better than what I was gonna do. Here's some other bullshit. Have fun with it. Like, it's so it's so good. It's the best. Like, I think after that one shot, I think we took uh, a goblin back who was stone cold, and he just was, like, worked at our establishment. Yeah, yeah the, you had, you had, you had, um... Oh, him and McFoley, right? You had McFoley, and every time that you guys start, we started a new session, he would have changed his outfit. So it was either Cactus Jack or... Yeah. Yeah, he kept changing it around because, you know, that's what he would do. And what the... Okay, oh the item was the championship belt, wasn't it? Yep, he had a championship we were going belt. After? Mm-hmm. Oh god, it was it was so much fun. <laughs> uh, so where where do you find that sort of um, creativity from when you're DMing and, and planning for a session? So anyone who DMs, they can probably tell you the same thing. It's just downtime. It's the thing with work where it's like you know I'm listening to the podcast or whatever. But if you have, I'm not like soup like I'm creative ish. I'm not, mm-hmm. like, out here, like, creating documentaries or doing anything crazy like that. Sure. But you're like, hey, here's a – you can literally be like, all right, here's a four-word you know, four sentence. 
let's expound upon that and make this bigger and make this bigger. Because it was literally like, when that whole thing started, it was Goblin um, Cart Fortress. And then I turned yeah. that into that entire thing that lasted a couple hours. So it's like, let me start with the thing, let me break it up and make it bigger, and then you just have to prepare for the unknown. So like before, when we did, we were doing like the campaign, and y'all got on the ship or whatever, and you were sailing out. And then I forgot who, oh, yeah. who was it? It was one of the, was it, who was the, it was one of the girls playing with us. What was her, who was it? Uh, I believe it might've been Carly. Okay. Yes. Carly I think it was Carly. Or Fiona. I don't think it was Fiona. <laughs> I think it was Carly. Yeah. But she was like, hey, are there islands out there in the ocean? I'm like, yeah, sure. Of course. And she's like, I'm going to that. We want to go to that island. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's do this thing. It's like, that wasn't what I was planning. But I kind of have ideas of, like, this is what could possibly be an encounter. I'm changing it all up, and I'm going to make this happen over here, and we're going to have fun with that. So, like, yeah. you just got to be on your feet. You got to have ideas in your head. Don't flesh it out too much. Don't, you know, be so stuck in your ways. And then just, like, go at it. It's like, they're over here. All right, I'm going to move this over here, and that's there now. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, th- think of that, that campaign. I remember the Turtles, who were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. One yep. of them died. Uh, we we threw somebody out of a tower the first session, and then mm-hmm. he became our like ship captain, yeah, like ship driver, who just wanted blueberry ale. Like it was, <laughs> <laughs> we threw a bunch of bullshit at you, and you turned it into something awesome. And then we only got a couple sessions. If that one had kept going, there'd have been more bullshit. It's crazy. That was yeah. probably like four sessions or something like that. But you yeah. know what's crazy? I'll go ahead and tell you now because it's it's you know long gone or whatever. Um. Just is just for us, like no one else would care. So they, sure, yeah. the players, like they, they fought a dude who was an undead, so he can't take damage from normal means, and That's only right. one person had magic. So it's like y'all aren't yeah. gonna kill him. So they threw him out the building, fucked him up. <laughs> he became the captain, but um, I believe Fiona did do this. She asked him like, "Are you evil or whatever?" And she had yeah. a magic item that was a little fish amulet that you asked it a question, no, yes or no question, and it would tell you the answer. Mm-hmm. What no one paid attention to is that it was a red fish, aka a red herring, and it um, would always tell you the, the opposite. opposite. So she's like, "Is he a good guy? Will he be on our side? Will he not betray us?" Yes, <laughs> and it's like, no, that guy. De- <laughs> if you would have been given enough time, that dude would definitely turned on you. That's amazing. So that's a thing that again, I never got to mess with. But I'm like, in the meantime, y'all got a a zombie who likes drinking ale, and he's your <laughs> captain. But like, that's that's pretty incredible. Oh, man, we would have gotten messed up by him, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> like, while we're sleeping, just to come out and kill, kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. You don't want people to die, but you also don't want to take it too easy on them. So it's oh, like, mm. yeah. So, uh, funny thing is, I think everything, every D&D thing that I played with each character, minus the one-shots that I was doing with you, mm. the very first session, I have gone down unconscious. Every time? <laughs> Every time. So the, the first game ever, I went unconscious after the b- first battle. And then everyone we were playing with went off to, like, search the treasures and left me on the beach. That's right. You were just <laughs> knocked out cold. I was just laying there. And then the first time we played in my current one, we were at a we were fighting in the, a bar called Shady Steve's. And um, I got knocked out very early and because mm-hmm. I forgot as a fighter I had second wind. And I didn't use second wind to heal myself you up. Heal yourself bit. up, yeah. And so I was laying there for almost the entire battle. And I was like, oh, damn it. I want to like, fight. Well, they could be all right. I mean, I, I just had a thing. Exact same similar thing happened in um, the game we're playing where 
Um, and not the pod, the podcast that's out now, that first season's recorded. Now we're doing a second season of a different thing. I'm not going to spoil too much or whatever sure. if people want to listen. But I'm playing a paladin, you know, okay, you're, I believe your yeah. first character was a paladin as well. Yeah, Max Scarlet. Yep. Um, with the Captain <laughs> America shield. It was awful. Yep. Um, but, so we were playing and everyone kept going down. And I'm a paladin, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to use one, use my lay on hands, give them one hit point, just want to bring them up. Yep. But people kept going down every turn. So, like, instead of me doing the most damage, because I literally do hit the hardest, I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just lean down and get this person up, because I don't want people to die. So, for, like, the entire fight, I think I hit it one time, because I just oh, kept man. raising people. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Eh, it's D&D. Uh, do you, ex- do you um, expect yourself playing D&D for, like, the rest of your life at this point? For a while, yeah. yeah. Especially with the... I've been lucky, and I'm, I hope your new group is like this group that I'm in, is that, I mean, we've been playing every week... Besides, like, one or two weeks when someone's on vacation for uh, over a year at this that's point. That's awesome. That's what I want. Yeah, that's exactly what you want. That's what I tried to do, but it was difficult yeah. because, you know, not everyone was able to or, or wanted to or whatever. Absolutely. And I totally get it. Like, people yeah. have lives. Things come up. They shouldn't. They should just play D&D instead. But, um, <laughs> now, this Especially group, now. This yeah. A, you have plenty of time to play. do it. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this group is great, man. And, it's, you know, it's crazy that they're all people in the kind of funny community. Yeah. So it's it's awesome. We fa- I found them literally through the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, all right, we're gonna get people together. We're gonna play a campaign. I already knew Mike because Mike was in that group with us, and he's the one who yeah. was DMing it. And then, like I said, every week we've got the podcast out now. Finished the first season, going on a second season. Like we're doing everything, and it's like it's nice to have that consistency. Like I said, I hope your group is the same thing because I'll play this as long as they keep showing up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that that's what I want. I think that's what everyone also wants. Yeah, uh, in my new group. Um, that, um, that D and D show, the podcast, what's it called? Where can people find it? Oh yeah. So it's called Isle of Misfit Rolls. So nice. like Isle of Misfit Toys, but just mm-hmm. Misfit Rolls instead. Uh, it's at Misfit Rolls on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. I don't do the, um, the social that's Erica, uh, gotcha. but you know, whatever <laughs> it's at Misfit Rolls and, um, yeah, dude, that's a, that's crazy. I think it's 13 or 14 episodes in so far. Sweet. Um, I'm in the actually after we get off this, I'm going to edit the last. The, we come out every Sunday. I'm editing the next episode. You know, whenever we get off of here and finishing it up. Yeah. And uh, but like I say, we've already got the first season technically recorded, so I'm just going to get all these up. It'll probably be about fifty or sixty episodes. And sweet. It's nice to actually like have a D and D show and like it is out there and like we have people who like it. Yeah, it's a good time. That's super cool. Uh, now we're at the part of the show where I'm going to ask my guests all about their Twitter handle. And where it came from. And yours is, I think I can pretty much guess, it's kind of like a variation on your name. Yeah, a little um, bit. It, it's at Adam Gumby. Yeah. So my question here is, was Gumby like a high school nickname? Like in sports? Gumby was a nickname from elementary school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, but it's crazy because it, I've moved, when I first moved to Kentucky, I lived in a city outside of Lexington, then I moved to Lexington. No matter where I've lived, either in Indiana and, uh, in both cities I lived in in Kentucky, every time they're like, your last name? Oh, Gumbert. Oh, you mean like Gumby? And they always think they're original. I'm like, yeah, dude, perfect. You got it, Gumby. I guess I was like, I've literally heard that nickname my entire life. So yeah. I just embraced it because I'm like, Gumbert is interesting and out of the indifferent and out of the way. But I'm like, for some reason, everyone was doing nicknames at that point in, uh-huh. online. So I was like, I'm just going to go Gumby because that's what everyone calls me. And it's literally just my name anyways. I'm Adam Gumby. Yeah. Here we go. Nice. D- did you um, did you ever like get angry of people calling you Gumby? 
No. I was no. fine with it. I was like, yeah. hey, cool. I'm like, y'all, I mean, first of all, if someone gives you a nickname, you can't get mad about it unless they're just being assholes about it. That's fair. Unless um, it's like a real awful nickname. Yeah, if it's awful, then whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. The first person was like, hey, what about Gumball? I'm like, no, let's just go to Gumby because Gumball's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so that I would have been mad if someone called me Gumball. I'm like, hey, I, don't, I don't like that one, guys. Let's go ahead and go back to the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of any, if I had any cool nicknames. Like, People call me Kai Kai now. What's like, Uncle Kai Kai, right? It's Uncle Kai Kai. That's, a, that's um, such a good name. <laughs> uh, in college, I played a lot of poker, and my friend, my uh, college roommates that I played poker with, called me the Silent Assassin for a while because I didn't Ooh. talk while I played. And oh, I just, real serious, huh? Real serious. Like, all right, leave me alone. Don't read my face. Um, and then, like, my first AIM screen name was uh, Kyle G. Cool. Thanks, mm. AIM. Aim name gen- generators from back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and then once people found that out, because I didn't use it for a while because I hated it. Once and then they would just call me Kyle G. Cool like all the time, <laughs> and I hated it. So I had to I had to find something new very quickly. <laughs> yeah, you got to delete that from yeah. just like the archives. Get rid of that. Yeah, I know. Well, well I, I put in Kyle Gamer and Cool, and Kyle G. Cool is what came out. Yeah, I think when you type just my normal name in, it would be like, "How about Adam Gumby instead?" Because this one's already taken. It's yeah. like, okay, I don't know who else this other Adam Cover it is, but all right, let's go. <laughs> um, excellent. So let's get into um, one thing that you wish people should watch, listen to, read, or play. No, I say one thing, but if you have more than one thing, I'm totally fine with it. So what yeah, you got pretty, for us? pretty sure I have uh, more than one thing. All right, so first we're going to do is if people like Star Wars, which I'm assuming a lot of people do, or they say they like it, but then actually hate nine of the, or eight of the nine movies or whatever, but mm-hmm. Clone Wars... Slash Rebels. They're all available on Disney+. Plus. Clone Wars it has new episodes, comes out every week. As someone who plays all the games, watches all the movies, mm-hmm. reads all the books back in the day, Clone Wars is fantastic. It is, it's probably my favorite Star Wars thing. Nice. Legit. Um, it's just such a well put together. I mean, the same dude who made that is, you know, one of the producers on Mandalorian. Um, mm-hmm. He just takes... Because the movie, as a kid, I liked the Clone Wars movie. Apparently, everyone hates Attack of the Clones. Um, <laughs> as a kid, I thought it was fine, but I was also a kid. Um, he takes that era where it's like, the ideas are cool. It's like, there's a war with what becomes the Stormtroopers, and the Jedi are out fighting a war. Mm-hmm. And he takes that idea and just, like, does so much. Like, there's so much good character stuff. There's so many good stories. Because they're just like, here, just do whatever you want with it, Dave Filoni. And he just did. Like, there are some of the best character moments and some of the best stories are in Clone Wars. Because that show, first season, people will tell you this, it's kind of like a kid's show. It's like, Monster of the Week, oh, Anakin went on a fun adventure or whatever. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And then you get farther into it, and it's like, oh, here's how Grievous got those lightsabers because he killed a bunch of Padawans with his bare hands. And it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, it is so cool. It is so good. Anyone who watched it will back me up. But Clone Wars is great. Rebels is also very good. Mm -hmm. Um it's real short. It's four seasons, and they're all like ten episodes apiece. And nice. um, it's a continuation of there's stuff in Clone Wars that shows up again. And I'll just say that these two shows made Darth Maul the coolest villain ever. So also, That's what I heard. also the reason that uh, Chloe likes Grievous so much is probably because she watched Clone Wars because he's a badass in Clone Wars. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's another like I like Star Wars fine, and I know that sounds bad, but I no, don't mean fine. that in a bad way. It's just like. I didn't really grow up with them. I watched the movies later on in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I'm just I, I don't go into the books. I, I, I like I play some of the games. Um, so like hearing about Clone Wars and Rebels, just it's not my run go to watch. Mm. But I keep hearing people say how awesome it is. And like you said, Darth Maul. I thought Darth Maul was super cool when I first watched that movie. Yep, Darth Maul's um, awesome in the show. He's and the best. he's voiced by oh god, the guy from Days Gone, Sam Witwer, right? Oh, I don't know about that. I have to check it. I know he's I think, the he's the official voice of him now. Like ever since the show, okay. like he's the voice in like everything else. I'm gonna look it up real quick as you keep okay. talking. I, I think yeah, I think Sam Witwer is Darth Maul, and I know Freddie Prinze is a voice on. Freddie Prince is is like the main Jedi in Rebels, and he's Rebels. fantastic. Gotcha. Uh, Kanan, right? Yeah, Kanan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, which one is uh, Ahsoka in? Am I saying that right? Ahsoka is in... Yeah. Spoilers, she's in both. Oh, okay. Also, I don't know if you saw today, but Rosario yes. Darson was casted as Ahsoka in Mandalorian. That's awesome. Uh, Ahsoka's awesome. Because like, when you watch the Clone Wars, there was a movie beforehand, which I think was just supposed to be like the first three episodes of the series. Movie sucks. It's awful. <laughs> but seeing Ahsoka go from, like, she's just like, I'm a little kid, I'm going to be a Jedi. And then you see her arc as she goes through the whole series. Like, at, that character's awesome. Like, she grows yeah. and gets dark and, like, has some real cool shit happen to her. Yeah. Like, they even uh-huh. explain stuff like the reason that people are force ghosts and some other people aren't force ghosts. And it's like, oh. it's a really, I, I'm going to, I'll get you a list of arcs. There are certain like three or four episode arcs that are fantastic. The other yeah. stuff you can probably skip, like the Jar Jar and Mace Windu on a mission. You can skip that one. You sure? Yeah, you can skip that one. It's fine. <laughs> but there are certain arcs like, Yoda, I mean, Yoda learns how to become a force ghost. And it's like the hardest thing he's ever done in his life. Wow, and it's really cool. There's oh, there's so, like deep shit in there. That's so Force true. Ghost is something that a Jedi has to learn to do. Yeah, I mean, as you see, I mean, wow. I know you're not a super big fan of it, but like yeah, in the yeah. movies, there are only like three Force Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. There's kind of a reason for that. Wow, that's super interesting. Yeah, that is something I do appreciate of Star Wars is how much they use their lore in whatever they do. It's not just there as like fluff things and never touched on again. Like, if you're looking for it, it will be it'll hop up in pretty much anything Star Wars. Yeah, that's why those shows are good because they'll just expand. They'll just do lore stuff that yeah. is you wouldn't have really maybe have paid attention to or maybe not important, but they do it well. And it's like, oh, this is cool. This is definitely worth it because this is a cool moment and it's completely. I'm glad I watched that. Yeah, and I'm not. I like. I like Star Wars. I'm not like. I'm. A, I guess I'm a big Star Wars fan because I love those shows so much. But those shows are my favorite thing. That's awesome. Um, so go go watch Clone Wars Rebels on Disney Plus if you want to. They're both on Disney Plus, or is one still on Netflix? Nope, they're all on Disney Plus now. Okay. And the cool. new episodes of uh, Clone Wars are only on Disney Plus. Sweet. Okay. Nice. Uh, did you find if Sam Witwer was Darth Maul? I'm looking through it. Um, I'm pretty sure he was. With Sam, yeah, Sam Witwer was his voice. Yeah, yeah, Sam Witwer. You're right. Sweet. He does it in the in the movie and then um, in the in the animated shows. Yep, nice. Which yeah. he's what's awesome. his name in um, Days Gone? Um, Deacon. Deacon. Yeah. Deacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's also um, Starkiller in Force Unleashed. Oh yeah, God, he's just been all over Star Wars. He's, he's he? all he's all over the place. Yeah. Um, so this being a show all about the kind of funny community and best friends that make up said community, I got to ask Adam, what got you into kind of funny? Um, you'll never hear this one before, but beyond. No. Oh, man, I need to write that down. That's a first. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's crazy? Okay, so I'll go there. Of course, when I first um, started listening to podcast, 
I was just like, all right, I already read IGN. What are their podcasts? I found Beyond and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That all was the same. As kind of funny, before, even before they left and created kind of funny, when I was first listening to those podcasts, I listened to, I was just like on the top 10 whatever best podcasts. I didn't know what to listen to, I didn't know what I like. Yeah. And Aisha Tyler had a podcast. I think it's called Guy on Girl or whatever. That um, sounds right. Yeah, I think it was something like that. And she interviewed Greg at one mm-hmm. point. Um, and then for some reason, of course, because, you know, Facebook and all the algorithms listen to their stuff. I went on YouTube one day. And Girl on Guy. Girl on Guy. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone on somebody. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I went on YouTube one day and it pulled up. Game Over Greggy YouTube channel, and it was, I believe she did an episode of Game Over Greggy show, where yeah, she, she was did. on the channel at one point. Yep. And I was like, oh, cool, and like, Greg, because I had no idea he did a side thing. I was like, oh, Greg did a side thing. Here's Aisha Tyler. I like her a lot. And I watched that, and I was like, so I was aware that they were doing another thing. Um, And then whenever they left, I was like, okay, now I gotta go all in on it. Yeah. So, yeah, I randomly threw Aisha Tyler. Like, I already knew who they were. But mm-hmm. through Aisha Tyler, I was like, oh, here's this other thing. So I've known about, quote unquote, kind of funny, because, you know, before it changed the name yeah. and they all moved. So I knew that was a thing. And I was like, all right, I'll check it out. And so I was in there a little bit before everyone else. Not much. I'm not being like, oh, whoa, back yeah. in my day, I was uh-huh. before. But yeah, 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 so no, it was beyond, but it was also Aisha Tyler brought me to. I, I missed the Ubisoft Aisha Tyler press conferences. Hey, they're three. wild. They're so great. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh. That's awesome. So when you went back to, you know, go all in on the kind of funny stuff, did you just go back from the beginning and watch everything? No, I didn't. I just did from that point on. And then it okay. was every piece of content from the day that they switched over. Yeah. Um, I was in that Facebook group day one. Um, you know, I was like, okay, I already like these guys. I knew they had a thing. At that point, I've been listening to more and more podcasts. I'm like, all right, yeah. let me get in here and let me see what's going on. Nice. Excellent. Uh, what is your favorite thing that they put out content-wise? Hmm. Is it more of like the sit-down, kind of funny podcast, Game Over, Over Greggy show? Do you like the Games Daily side of things? Yeah, I'm trying uh, to think. Okay, the, so. Because I know on the back burner party mode. Because I oh miss God. party mode so damn Why much. did they do that to party mode? <laughs> um, I know you're a YouTube guy, right? Yes. I only I listen so. to podcasts. Mm, I don't watch okay. any YouTube stuff at all. Um. So I I would watch Party Mode. Like, I'd wait, like, a month, and they'd stack up, and I'd go back and watch them. That's, yeah. like, one of the few things that I would watch. I want to say KFAF, hashtag Greg sucks. Real bad. Because that <laughs> so, show's really good. And now I need to ask you this question. Since you are a audio listener, mm-hmm. it to me, I don't see how KFAF works as an audio show. That's what I was going to say. I, you only watch. <laughs> I only listen. It yeah. works. That's awesome. Some things don't work. Uh-huh. Once in a while, but most of it still works. Like That's even great. like you listen to Internet Explorers, and it's like I'm hearing a sound clip that clearly is a funny video. Like it yeah. somehow works, even though it really shouldn't. Uh-huh. Um, but is that my favorite? I, I like a lot of the stuff. I would probably maybe say the new iteration of Gamecast or KFAF because uh, I like how okay. they do more like the topic sort of yeah. a thing. Um, so yeah, one of those two. Maybe I like Andy so much. I might just yeah. give it to KFAF just because Andy. <laughs> I'll take it. Andy's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I love party mode so much. Um, my next question, this is more uh, more of a thinker. Uh, why would you consider yourself a kind of funny best friend and not just a 
fan of kind of funny who just watches their stuff and whatever you mentioned like you play D with kind of funny best friends you have <laughs> doing a podcast with them like what why why do you consider yourself a best friend so i initially probably wouldn't have because back in the day you know however many years ago it seemed to be like only the facebook group it's the only way that i knew about it the like yeah, be same. interact so mm-hmm. it's like I was in the Facebook group, but I wasn't super active. Like I do it once in a while, but I'm just like a big Facebook dude. So I was like, I don't like I pay attention and I like them, but like I don't really interact with anybody. But then I just get in there a little bit, and then like the subgroups, like playing the D and D, like there's a kind of D and D group, and I you see the entire podcast I do is people from from uh from that group. I went yeah. into about a year or so ago. I went into the normal Facebook group and was like, hey. I really want to do a game podcast. I'm going to do a little bit different, have a spin on it, just not be the same. I was like, who wants to do it? And then there are four of us, East Coast Games, mm-hmm. and we just do a gaming podcast. That came out of nowhere. We, I was like, yeah. literally, who wants to do this? And a week later, we had already put an episode out. That's awesome. So I was like, I can't say that I'm not in here because <laughs> everyone that I talk to and interact with, you know, is kind of from the, the community. And then I'm trying to, you know, now that uh, talking to Mike, um, Toundra, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Hanging out the with you. I've Mike, Yeah. Mike's awesome. Uh <laughs> definitely you for sure. Like yeah. ever since, you know, back in the day, kind of wrestling yeah. like For sure. I wouldn't call myself that, but then I look and I'm like, hey, I kind of like talk to a lot of people from kind of funny. So I can't like say I'm not really a part of it. So yeah, like I would say I would make I'm not a broad quote-unquote best friend, you know, in a weird like I'm not everyone's best friend, but it's like hey, to this group of like 20 people, I definitely say we're best friends. And also, I'm really upset I missed PAX East because I was ready to meet oh, everybody. I I understand. It's fine. Uh, we we miss you there. I would have loved to meet you in person, but it'll happen one day. Yeah, you still owe me a bottle of bourbon. You have to drink an entire <laughs> bottle of bourbon. So I am. You want me to drink an entire bottle of bourbon? Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, nobody is nobody has ever seen drunk Kyle in, in the kind of funny community. No one's ever like when we do meetups in New York City. I always have to drive home mm-hmm. and travel two hours home, so I can't get crazy. Uh, yeah, I was well, a little crazy at kind of funny prom, yeah. but like not even that. Like that was the I, like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to push you over the edge. <laughs> but th- then you're gonna have to like drag me around, and I'm a big guy. That's not gonna be easy. I'll be all right. All I'm, right. I'm a big strong man. <laughs> Country strong, right? Exactly. There you go. But yeah, I'm I'm actually just trying to get out there more. Like I just um, kind of NYC. I joined the Discord. Yeah. Um, you know your co-host Joe. I'm trying to yeah. talk to him a little bit more often. Um, you know, everyone's busy and their own stuff, but, like, I'm just trying to reach out and talk to more people just because, like, they're all awesome people. Like, yeah. so when I didn't go to PAX East, I was in a room with two other guys, um, and I was like, hey, you know, don't worry about the money you're paying me back. Like, last-minute thing, I can't make it. Y'all just have fun. Yeah. If someone wants to give me a shirt, you know, I'll pay you to ship me this shirt. And then they went to Devolver, got me a shirt and a pen, and just sent it to me, and just like, don't give us money. You're good That's to go. Awesome. And I was like, you guys are awesome. So... Yeah, it's it's a good community. Well, you just find your group of people. Yeah. Like it might be intimidating because, like me, I was like, I'm not reaching out to these people. Uh-huh. You find a group of people, you can just talk to somebody, and like they're they're all good folks. So absolutely. Uh, so now we're at uh, uh, the next topic where my guest brings a old game over Greggy show topic, or now kind of funny podcast topic uh, for us to discuss amongst ourselves. So Adam, what are we chatting about today? All right, today it is, uh, this was Game Over Radio Show, 245, um, Nick's stand-up documentary. Mm. So this is when Nick, you know, the Rooster Teeth made the documentary about him, 
or whatever. Yeah. Waiting for the punchline. Yeah, waiting for the punchline. Um, and I was just going to just turn that into, what's like your favorite or the most crazy, like your favorite documentary that you've ever seen? Or maybe some interesting documentaries that you've seen in general. Because mm-hmm. documentaries is, a th- I think when Netflix came around, it became a bigger thing. Because Netflix was just churning them out, like putting them all over the place. But yeah, like, let's get into some documentaries, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you mentioned Netflix, and that is where I watch most of them, hmm. right? Like, I think I think in high school we all watched, of course, um, Bowling for Columbine and yeah. um, basically, like, Michael Moore stuff. Uh, yeah, Fahrenheit 9-11 and all that stuff. Yeah I, yeah, I think that was, like, required viewing for everyone in high school and for some class. Um, so those were kind of, like, the only documentaries I watched in high school, and then when Netflix came around, like, you would just find whatever and just kind of, if you're interested in it, go watch it. So, like, um, a documentary of uh, a thing we both love, pro wrestling, Beyond the Mat, is one that comes to my mind, um, mm-hmm. which is where they follow around, like, Mick Foley, uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, and, oh, I'm picturing the cover. McFoley. There's there's one other wrestler that I can't remember. And it's just going into like breaking kayfabe, which is like the, the term where you break character. Uh, just seeing how everything works and how it is behind the scenes and the struggles that they go through. Like Jake the Snake Roberts and his drug addiction and him being um, estranged from his family because of that. And yeah. Mick Foley, he had a fam- infamous match with The Rock where he was handcuffed and The Rock just kept hitting him over the head with a chair. That mm-hmm. was during Beyond the Mat, and they interviewed them both right afterwards, and The Rock came up to him because Mick's uh, kids were so upset mm-hmm. that Rock came to them afterwards like, hey, I'm, we're good, we're friends. It was all like a show, and that was so weird for me to see when I was younger. Yeah. It was so wild. So like that is that is one of the documentaries that comes to my mind. Uh, yeah, I love. Foremost. Yeah, that's. Um, I haven't watched that one, but I know um, watching all the twenty fours. Oh yeah, um, they're fantastic. God, those are so good. Like especially like that Kurt Angle one, where just like for like twenty minutes, they're just like, oh yeah, he was addicted to painkillers and out of control. Yeah, and like he's, he gets real about it. I'm like, they're so good. Yeah, yeah. WWE Network has a bunch, and they're always super high quality. I love the the ones where they are the lead up to like a WrestleMania. Yeah, those are good. Um, where, where you get everyone like preparing for these big matches or when they're coming back from injury, like Roman when he came back after beating cancer, mm-hmm. um, which was awesome. Uh, on the other side of things, maybe not documentary films, which is was one of my qualifiers. Would you um, count like docu-series? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so like uh, Making a Murderer um, mm. is, is a great one. Don't Fuck with Cats is a recent one yeah people have been telling me about that one. <laughs> oh, you need to strap in if you're gonna watch that one adam that yeah. is fucked up uh the um uh the aaron hernandez ones i did watch those uh that was crazy that made me feel so uncomfortable at the end of the netflix one yeah that um, dude i mean he'd been living that life like there were people who were like i'm not shocked at all like yeah mm. I, it was very... but he seems it's it's worse when they seem so nice right yeah, and so charismatic sure. he says oh this big old handsome football player it's like that guy's fucked up yeah he is with no like 
No emotional attachment whatsoever. No, he would flip insane. immediately and just be like, oh, everything's all good. And they just would yep. like flip and be an insane person. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, the fact that there, there were other people he killed way beforehand and no one knew about it or linked him to it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, I think he played a game like the next week or the next day or whatever. Like, yeah. Insane. That one's um, crazy. Yeah. I, that one, I suggest watching that one. So like the, the true crime uh genre of like documentary stuff is something that interests me even though like i have to limit that because mm-hmm. that can weigh on me pretty heavily like yeah some, these there, awful there's some people, people that are awful doing yeah. stuff yeah i know the one that i can never remember they made a real movie with zach efron what was that guy's name oh ted bundy bundy um again i i didn't used to get into like i'm like why do people like serial why do people like serial killers and all that stuff yeah. and i'm like i watched that ted bundy one that was on netflix i think it was like mm-hmm. lost tapes or something like that and i was like you know what i see what's so interesting <laughs> like it's it's real interesting like they're yeah. weird and messed up people but it's real interesting to see what's going on yeah uh for uh another one that spawned a whole like not movement yeah i guess so um the original catfish documentary um oh i didn't know about this yeah, i know the show of course on well, MTV. the show came from the documentary with neve uh it was him getting catfish and then getting to the bottom of it and meeting mm. his catfish and then the show spawned from that that first documentary is super interesting um because you see him after you watch the show and you go watch the doc on him mm-hmm. it's so weird to see the roles reverse where he's the one yeah that can't believe like this person isn't real and then they they go out and and find the person and it's obviously not who he was speaking to and it was just it was so interesting that that was even a thing like i didn't even know that was a thing that was happening before that documentary yeah no it's it's crazy to think like it happens like there are people who get duped by it all the time and it's like it's crazy to look and then when especially if they ever find or meet the person it's like mm-hmm. I how do you react if you're the person who was doing it i i watch people all the time on that show where they're like yeah, I did it. It was for fun. How you carry on this thing for like years? Yeah, it's like three years <laughs> of your life. It's like yeah, it's just for fun. It's like okay, okay, dude. And you're doing it to multiple people at the same time. What are your other hobbies? Is this all you do when you get home from work? Like, you need I don't to play some D and D, my guy. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the last one for me before you can talk about some of yours. Um, the Firefest uh, docs. Mm, yeah. Those the, are the Hulu really and the Netflix one? Yeah. They're both yeah. really, really well done. There are some that I haven't seen, of course, that I want to. There's the the uh, the rock climbing one that won an Oscar. Oh, Free Solo? Yeah. That's one mm. I definitely want to watch. I think that's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's on it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, yeah so uh, there's definitely way more, and I'm probably forgetting a ton that I have watched, but those are good things to go look up when you're just, like, bored and nothing's really vibing with you as far as like yeah. what do you want to watch just go mm-hmm. find a documentary there's something on on everything oh i just have another one real quick mcmillions on hbo heard about it haven't watched it yet though that's i didn't even know that was a thing yeah, uh, someone told me about that today so it, it, in case you don't know what that was it's it, it's an hbo docuseries about everyone knows the mcdonald's monopoly game uh, apparently it was like all fixed and run by the mob and the mafia and some guy would steal the winning pieces and then sell them to people. And uh, then on top of that would get paid like a, a sum of whatever the winnings was. Yeah. Um, and nobody nobody realized this, Adam. But there were three winners from the same county and all part of the same family. 
Nobody, yeah. nobody caught that until yeah. somebody tipped in to the uh, the FBI and did this whole thing. That's a great documentary series. It just uh, the last episode was a couple weeks ago, so it's fairly okay. fresh. All right. Yeah. What about you? What are some of your favorites? So I originally only had one, but now I have three. Uh, so I'm going to first start off talking about sports and wrestling. Like I said, the network is great for that. Yeah. But Hard Knocks. Oh hell yeah, man! Hard Knocks, and then what's the the one on Amazon? All or Nothing. I haven't watched that one. The All or Nothing is so Hard Knocks is, you know, for those who don't know, it's follow an NFL team during the preseason as it happens. So it's like week one preseason, and then like the day after, here's the episode of what just happened during that week. Yeah, it's crazy, like the turnaround and what they're able to do, and it's really cool because it's like it focuses. It's like all right, here's the new coach, here's the new, and like here's a bunch of rookies, and like let's see who actually makes the team. It's it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, and you get in, invested in the players that don't oh, yeah. make the cut. You can see they're super talented, but they get cut. And then some don't ever get onto another team. And that's insane yeah. that their talent is just a waste. Yeah, most dudes in the NFL, you don't make it a year or two, yeah. and that's it for your career. And then you see Antonio Brown this last year when he like froze <sighs> his feet and all that nonsense. Oh, it's crazy. What? They always get lucky. The best one... I know you're a Giants fan, but the best yeah. one was the Jets <laughs> because Rex Ryan is a madman in the best way. Oh, yes, it's so good. Yeah, yep. God, I love that one so much. Um, but All or Nothing is – I've only watched two of them. I think there's probably like four. I think they did it for soccer teams too. But All or Nothing is the entire season. So oh, it's like sweet. week one up until whenever their season ends. So the first season was the Cardinals when they – I think they got to the NFC Championship game. That's when Larry Fitzgerald beat the – Packers last second in oh, the sweet. playoffs. Okay. So they go through that whole season. And whenever they're filming, because I think the next season they did a losing team, so it like didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. But they just happened to go in. They're like, oh. Or maybe, no, I think it was the Rams for a season when their first year in L.A. I don't remember. But they follow them the whole year, and you don't know how the team's going to go. And it's just like hard knocks, but it's an entire season. That's um, awesome. And then it's like either we get to the playoffs or we don't. And like we know – so, like, when you're at the beginning, you're like, oh, guys, we're going to definitely do it this year. And it's like, oh, the coach gets fired in six weeks. Yeah. But it's like, you get to see, like, what happens up until that point. And it's, that's awesome. I, that one's really good, too. I think that's an Amazon exclusive, but it okay. is really good. Is that on Prime? Yes. Uh, that's awesome. Okay. That is just included with Prime. Yeah, I think there's multiple seasons. Like, I think they did a college one. I think that, uh, what's the Harbor, uh, Michigan? I think mm-hmm. they did one with him one season. Um, It'd be so, awesome yeah. if they, the season where they lost to the, uh, the small school in Michigan. Oh, like Appalachian D, State? D3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so good. I loved it. Because <laughs> I'm a Ohio State guy um, gotcha. when it comes to college football. So, um, But yeah, so yeah, Hard Knocks and All or Nothing. If you like sports, I mean, especially football specifically, uh, those are fantastic. Um, my next one is, I don't know the name of it. It was on Netflix. I think it's, actually, I think it's called Paint Wars. Okay. And it's real silly. It's just, um, there's like a gigantic paintball campaign fight in like kansas like once a year it's some random place and they're just like all right here's the lead up they're getting ready for it whatever and then they just like 50 minutes of the movie is just like them in this gigantic paintball fight Nice. and it's it's like dudes in the wood like hunkered down like with like like a war game like reenactment kind of a thing Mm -hmm. but they just use paintball guns so it's like you get hit it's like yeah you got a 20 minute time limit you got to go sit down for 20 minutes and like you're pushing objectives and like it's like playing a multiplayer shooter but it's just cool. dudes with paintball guns. It's really cool. That's awesome. Um, I didn't. I came out and I don't even know how I found it. But I was like, hey, this is not too bad. Um, and then my last one that I was thinking of. This is without a doubt my favorite documentary of all time. 
Real dumb. Real, real corny, but you got to give it a chance. It's called Darkon. Darkon? Um, Darkon. Dark with O-N attached to it. Okay. It is, I believe it was on Amazon Prime last time I checked. Um, It's probably like 2004 or something like that. It is a LARP um, documentary. So it just follows these people as, I think, for like six or seven months as they LARP. So it's like... Which, if you don't know, it's live-action role-playing. So imagine D&D, but you're doing it in real life. Mm-hmm. And, like, you go out there with, like, foam swords and shit and hit yeah, each yeah. other. Um, and they follow this this group. It's called Darkon. I think it's, like, Maryland. And they just follow them around. It's, like, it's so in-game, you know, as they're doing stuff, it's, like, oh, well, this guy turned on this guy, and we have this battle over here. And, like, that's fun to see, like, these dudes, like, these little, these dorky guys run around and throw fireballs yeah. at each other and stuff. Uh-huh. But then they go behind the scenes, and it's, like... Like, the leader of the bad guy empire is just, like, some accountant dude. And he's just, like, <laughs> he's so cool. He's at the house. He's, like, oh, yeah, like, I do this to, you know, like, I have a good time and, you know, keeps me in shape and, you know. Yeah. And he's, like, not a dick. Like, he's just, like, a super normal nice dude. But when he uh, goes out there, he's, like, oh, I got to play my character. And he's just, like, an evil emperor. <laughs> and it's so crazy to see it. And it's just, they interview probably, like, 20 people who play yeah. the game. Um, and it's real, real cool. And That's awesome. I was just, like, I've watched it probably, like, four or five times. And I'm just, like, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. but it's really interesting and really entertaining and I didn't even like LARPing at that point I didn't like yeah. any of that shit and I was uh-huh. like this is real good <laughs> I remember um, or not remember but whenever someone brings up LARPing I just think of role models oh yeah that's exactly what it is it think is of just, that but yeah. just as funny but also serious <laughs> yeah for sure that's awesome yeah go watch the documentary especially if you have all this free time now yeah, watch uh, watch good ones. I'm watching dumb ones, but watch watch good ones too, though. Yeah, they're everywhere. You can go to Netflix. There's probably hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them there. So yeah, go check them out. Um, now we're up to the questions. Uh, I tweet out who my guest is, and it's up to the kind of funny best friends to uh, send in some questions for my guest. So, Adam, we got uh, one, two, three, four, five questions. Okay. Some sent more than one, which is totally fine. Okay. Um, former guest of the show, Asa Gray, writes in at the Five Star Man on Twitter. Uh, this is a couple ones. So, mm-hmm. what is your favorite tabletop RPG? Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Actually, the first game I ever played was Pathfinder. Okay. It was very good. It's mm-hmm. very, I think it's like supposed to be like an old version of D and D. D and D is just the one that people want to play. Like, if you want people Absolutely. to play with you, you say D and D. Yeah. Um, other games are good. I definitely say check them out if you have the ability and you want to stretch it out. There are really good stuff out there, but D and D is the one that mm-hmm. yeah, everyone plays, so that's the one I go with. Favorite board game? Board game. <sighs> Mousetrap was really fun just because you get oh. to make the contraption. It's not. A, I don't even know how to play the game. Um, I just remember making it and setting it off once. All right, we're done. <laughs> exactly. But my actual, I would probably say. Hmm, I'm not a huge board game guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Yahtzee count? Uh, I'll count it. I mean, it's, it's like, like a, a dice, dice game, game but, yeah. but I played a lot of Yahtzee as a kid. Yahtzee's a good time. And if I just, I'm just going to say, like, I don't know, fucking Rick and Morty Monopoly. <laughs> if nice. I've got to think of an actual thing. Um, yeah, I like board games specifically. That's like a thing like I do with, like, family. Yeah. Um, they're fun, but I don't play a ton of them. But mm-hmm. uh, they're always a good time whenever you get a group of people. Definitely. Uh, and his last question is, have you been following the new Baldur's Gate and how it is essentially a simulated D&D game? So, let me tell you this. <laughs> Number one reason I was mad about mixing packs is I didn't get to hang out with you guys. Number two, yeah. didn't get to see Baldur's Gate 3 in person. Yeah. <laughs> I have been so incredibly hyped for that game. 
Um, I think there's a question coming up later that I'll kind of expound upon um, with like the studio and stuff. But like, the studio is perfect. The studio who's making that game literally just made two D and D games without the license, and then they were like Wizards or Hasbro or whoever was like, "Yo, here's a bunch of money. Yeah, go make a D and D one." And it's Kyle. I don't know if you listened yet, but the character I play in Misfit Roles is a Gith, uh, Gith Yankee. Mm-hmm. Which is like a fucking alien pirate wizard. It's Sweet. they're weird. They're weird as hell, and they're very rare in D and D settings. And Baldur's Gate three is about fucking Gith and fucking mind flares. And I'm like, come on, y'all, y'all <laughs> did it. Y'all did it for me. I'm like, I'm so hyped for that game. I'm ready. Beyond it ready. looks super pretty. Yeah, I watched that whole presentation. I was like, hey, I'm off work. I was supposed to go. I didn't. I watched yep. that entire live stream. I watched every video afterwards. I'm I'm ready. It, it looks great. Mm-hmm. It won't come out for probably about. A year, no, probably won't come out for about a year and a half, two years on console. But I'm, because I don't even play it on PC because they're gonna put the updated complete version. So I'm like, I don't want to wait, but I'm gonna make myself wait because I want to have the whole thing and I'm ready for it. Yeah, uh, that is uh, something that I missed at PAX, and it's something that I keep forgetting to go and watch. I've seen the screenshots of the game mm-hmm. and just like blown away by how good it looks. Yeah, it looks um, great, and it is it is D and D as fuck. It is that is that's about their other games and like this game is just the imagination i mean i suggested it to you to play divinity original sin yeah. 2 uh-huh. it is it's fucking D D in a video yeah. game in the, the closest way anyone's ever done it yeah i that is uh that's something I'm, i've been trying to get into um also like i bought pillars of attorney 2 i'm playing mm-hmm. that i'm digging that so the voice is good I heard the that I got a pretty good voice cast in that one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's got the Critical Role crew in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pillars is great. Um, but if I could get a game that looks like Baldur's Gate 3, mm-hmm. like right now, I would play it instantly. Yeah. Because um, I like how it actually does. I think someone was telling me it does like the actual dice roll on screen. Mm-hmm. Yep, so you, you get to see your rolls. rolls. It gives you the percentage, of course, but it's like. We're doing roles behind the scenes, but we'll just show you the roles as well yeah. because that's what we're doing anyways. That's cool. Um, and next question comes from at Eric Berg on Twitter. Adam, on the itchy and scratchy CD-ROM, is there a way out of the dungeon without using the wizard key? Now, I have no idea what this is in reference to, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> Berg's a madman. Berg's good people. Um, uh-huh. Also, so is Asa. By the way, his, his episode of the show is really good. I love uh-huh. wrestling, so he's a good guy. Berg, you're a madman. I'm going to say yes, <laughs> sure it's a reference that i don't understand he's a big simpsons dude i don't okay. understand the reference i don't know if that's a real video game uh-huh. but i'm just gonna say there has to be a way without the wizard keyberg of course there is mm-hmm. uh next one comes from uh at tltd underscore mike on twitter uh, i believe this is mike that you play D with correct yeah this is the dm the kind of funny best friend he's like the head dude in the kind of D group mike's a mike's a sweet uh, he asks uh, two questions. Uh, what game best describes you as a person? Describes me as a person? Uh-huh. Oh, I don't know. What game are you a psychopath? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. What game just describes me as a person? I would say it would have to be a game where you, you're playing in a team like a like you know probably like a tactics based game because I'm all about okay. teamwork. I'm all about hanging out with other people. All I'm right. all about cooperation. Um, so I'm just, I mean, I'm playing it right now. It's in my mind. I, XCOM 2. Sweet. XCOM I am great. XCOM 2 the person. Hell yeah. Uh, what games are on your shame list, a.k.a. never played list? 
that I've never played. Who? There's definitely... There's a bunch of... I haven't played Mario Odyssey. Okay. I probably need to do that at some point. Um, You're not going to get me yelling at you because my shameless is massive. <laughs> yeah, my my shameless is literally just exclusives. I play third-party everything, and I'm, I'm, I slack on exclusives sometimes. Yeah. The one I really need to get into... Um, I need to play more Bloodborne. All right. Because everyone's loving that game right now, and I've only played like an hour or so of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to go back. I really do. Because yeah. I didn't give that game enough time, and... Yeah, it deserves it. That's fair. Like it, it for, for my shameless, it includes like all the Zeldas. Um, I, I think I maybe ten minutes of Breath of the Wild. I was like, okay, I get mm-hmm. it, but eh, I'm not feeling it. Um, hey, that's me with exclu- You know, when it comes to exclusives, because there's like, you know, people are like, oh, you gotta buy a PlayStation for Spider Nintendo for that. For like, for me, for Animal Crossing, like, I don't know, I'm fifty fifty. I don't. I could really. The buzz got me interested, but I also the other half of me doesn't give a shit. Sure. So, like, I'm stuck. I'm with you. Like, I'd be stuck there. I'm like, do I care? Do I not care? I will There's say. There's a lot of games like that. I got Animal Crossing today. Played maybe an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm digging the relaxed vibe of it. Yeah. I It is a chill out game. And it's mm-hmm. something that is, is very needed right now. Yeah. So then I also need to go back to Stardew. Because apparently Stardew mm-hmm. is that game as well. And I've only yep. got a day or two into that. Yeah, I, I play so many games and then I won't touch the other ones. Um, yeah. But yeah, when it comes to me, I like I'm real, I'm real ornery about it. Uh-huh. I'm like, uh, especially because Nintendo, they never drop their prices, but their oh, games are good. It's the worst. Um, but yeah, there's just some exclusives I need to go back. What I'll do is I'll literally wait to the end of the the console life cycle, or like mm-hmm. probably when the PS5 comes out, I'll go back and play all the ones that I haven't played yet, all the exclusives okay. yeah. that I need to get back to. Uh, next question comes from at GoobZWN on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Adam, if you were a furry, what kind would you be? Again, some of these people who wrote in are wild. <laughs> they're from they're from the Discord group uh, Secret Levels, and okay. they are insane people. Um, if I was a, for some reason, there's a lot of furry talk in that group. Um, <laughs> now I don't know this. I'd have to ask one of the one of the people in the group. I think. Based on the animal you are, like explains like your personality, like in that in that sexual kind of way. From my limited uh, knowledge of it, yes, I think the animal you pick kind of goes with your personality. Yeah, so I don't know what I'm picking if it's correct or not, but I'm uh, gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say like an like a like a badger. Okay. No, a mongoose. They're fucking fierce. All right. Sweet. Yeah, I don't uh, know what it, it could mean. Something awful. I have no idea exactly. what, a, what a mongoose means in that community. But no, no, no. You know what? Let's uh, let's find a documentary on furries and watch it, and then we can be better informed. Not gonna lie, I would watch that. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he has a follow up. Uh, and what is your favorite power up from a video game? Favorite power up? Hmm. I don't love these games that much. I think they're decent, but going supersonic is some of the hypest shit ever. <laughs> Like, he, I would say, like, I don't want to cheat and just say, like, Dragon Ball Z, like, going Super Saiyan or whatever. Yeah. But just Sonic explodes in a bunch of energy and turns yellow and zips. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I'll yeah. give him that. Going Super Sonic's dope. I, uh, going back to the the last uh, question from Mike with Shameless, um, with Doom Eternal out, which I picked up, I've never, hmm. I didn't play 2016's Doom. So I'm playing that first beforehand. Yeah, and there's a power up there where you go into berserk mode and you just punch the demons in one hit and just knock them out. Yeah. That's, that's on Game Pass. I do got to download that and play that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, anything that like makes you go into like superpower, like my character's OP right now, those yeah. are always the best. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and last set of questions comes from at Worgen Riku on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Adam, what is your favorite reaction GIF? My favorite gift that I use, man, I love using, I love using gifts. I'd rather, I'm turning into a, a child. I'm like, well, you use gifts instead of words. Yes. I really like, um, you'll know this, Mara Ranallo, um screaming Mamma Mia yeah. is a fantastic one. Um, that is a great one. Or the JR by God is also very good. By God. By God, by God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm partial to the Jonah Hill, like, shaking it in excitement. Oh, yeah, that's a good there. one. I love that one. Or my recent favorite one is uh, Chris Farley with the sunglasses. Just Yeah, listening to sunglasses. Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. God, uh, there's so uh, many good ones. Second question from Riku is, uh, how many jumbo marshmallows do you think you could fit in your mouth? <laughs> of course, Riku would ask a question like that. <laughs> also in the furry group um, as well. Um, oh, now you're so, just outing them as the furry group. Well, I mean, there's a lot of furry talk. Um, no, uh, we actually talked about this because as a kid, I would eat bags of marshmallows okay. straight up. Did yeah. not give a damn. I loved marshmallows so much. Jumbo marshmallows. I went to the store. They're big as fuck. Yeah, they are. So I initially said like four or five. I don't think that's true. I'm going to say one in each cheek for sure. Yeah. One in the mouth. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, can you fit that other one in there without suffocating? Yes. That's the question. So it's either three or four. (laughs) Yeah. Is is it worth killing yourself over it? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say safely I can do three or four. If if your number is higher than that, I'd I'd be willing (laughs) to pay you money to see you try. Gosh, see, if you're offering money, I attempt five, but then I'll kill myself. And is it worth it? Well, we'll Uh, make sure like someone's nearby. Just kind of fish the marshmallows out. Yeah. Just uh, take a stick and pull them out like a s'more style. But yeah, I'm going to say three or four safely. Uh, And last question from Riku is, what is your zombie plan? Oh, all right. So the ultimate zombie plan or coronavirus plan. Yeah. Um, You know, people are rushing out, getting materials, stocking up, doing all that. You let them do that. And then you have a gun and they don't have one because they didn't prepare that well. You don't have to kill them. It doesn't have to be loaded. But just walk in the house and be like, hey, this is mine now. Done. Yeah. You've got all the supplies. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't help against zombies. That's just robbing other people. Okay. That's true. Uh, zombie plan, it was just like, I'm going um, downtown or in like a in a, like a business zone of a city in like kind of like the, the taller buildings, and you're just going to block yourself off. You have multiple levels, so if they break through one level, you can get... I mean, it depends what kind of zombies we're talking about, but... Mm-hmm. Get yourself multiple levels, a building made out of, you know, steel and, and rock or, or stone or whatever, um, or cement. And, uh, yeah, just hold up. You got a bunch of rooms. There's probably good supplies there. Yeah, just get in a, in a big old building that's already made out of metal and just fortify yourself. I think that's the way to go, for sure. Yeah. Or get a motorcycle and drive around uh, <laughs> Washington State. You could also do that as well. Yeah, one of those two. Yeah. All right, before we end the show, it is time to enter the Makuga Zone. As somebody that has heard this show before, I don't need to explain to you what's about to happen. I need you to tell me. I actually don't know. I've listened to every episode, but I don't remember this part specifically, so you're going to have to tell me. Well, I was going to explain it to anyone that uh, hasn't listened either. Um, Josh Makuga is a friend of Kind of Funny. uh, He's been a guest on his YouTube show, The Josh Makuga Show. He ends every episode with a rapid-fire three-minute question section where 
Uh, I'll ask you a question. First thing that pops in your head is your answer. Mm-hmm. Um, all these questions are from Elfster.com. They're icebreaker questions. And I'll just run through, ask you one. First thing that comes to your brain is what you say. This is about to get wild, just to it, let you know. I'm going to try not to repeat questions, okay. but some of them are just my favorite to ask, so I'm probably going to say the same things over and over again. Are you ready, sir? Yep, let's go. All right. In three, two, one. Texting or talking? Texting. Uh, last song you downloaded? Uh, got AJ Styles theme song. <laughs> <laughs> That's so on brand. Um, yeah. Invisibility or super strength? Um, super strength, you want to be a good guy. Invisibility, you want to be a bad guy. So invisibility. <laughs> is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Uh, I believe there is animal lard in animal crackers, so yes. Oh, that's a good... I did not think of that. Uh, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Mm. I, I can't really go before 1960 because of certain reasons. So I, I maybe five years ago, <laughs> I guess, just relive that. That is completely fair. Uh, do you snore? Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, last Halloween costume? Um, I was uh, a, a, either the Batman or a Jedi. Favorite ice cream flavor? Hmm, s'mores. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Um, as a stupid four-year-old, yes. Uh, da, 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 da. What's the best age? Uh, probably 23, because you can drink, but your body isn't super in pain yet. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, if Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? Uh, all praise be the Dark Lord, of course. <laughs> you got the dark mark on your arm ready to go? Uh, yeah, is- ready. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? Um, for me, no. Uh, would you want to live forever? Uh, yes. If I had a way to kill myself if I wanted to. How many pull-ups can you do in a row? Four. Uh, do you respect Kanye West? Uh, yes. I respect things he has done in the past. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Uh, what's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? Uh, 110. Ooh, damn. Uh, everyone drives way faster than I do. When you live on an interstate, it's easy. That's fair. Uh, how many yeah. times did you sneeze in the last seven days? Um, three times. <laughs> sure, three times. There we go. <laughs> how many hours of sleep do you need? Need five. Uh, big dogs or small dogs? It's the big dog. Come on now. Roman yeah. Reigns. Uh, what's your favorite carb? Bread, pasta, rice, or potatoes? Um, I mean pasta. God, pasta's so good. Stale Sour Patch Kids or Fresh Circus Peanuts? Um, Fresh Circus Peanuts, because I'm the one person in the world who actually likes those. <laughs> I found them. I-, I could never ask that question again. I found the other person. Okay. Uh, <laughs> scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at wiffle ball? Uh, say that one more time. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at wiffle ball? Wiffle ball? Mm, four. What's your ideal outside temperature? 72. Cloudy. Okay. And last question, favorite type of muffin? Um, Double chocolate chip. Ooh. Uh, I lied. One more because this was right above it. I didn't see it until now. Have you ever okay. slapped someone in the face? Absolutely. How'd it feel? Um... It, uh, <sighs> It felt okay at the time, I suppose. I think I got slapped back immediately, so... Okay. 
not so good afterwards. All right. <laughs> uh, Adam, that's the end of Best Friends Talk Funny. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Um, if people want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on, mostly I'm a Twitter guy, uh, at Adam Gumby. And also, hey, Kyle, thanks yeah. for doing this, man. You're awesome. You're oh, probably thanks, the best buddy. person in the community. Oh, Keep your head up, please. dude. You know, I'm always here for you. Yeah. And, uh, dude, you're the best. Like, honestly, Thank I'm you. not even shitting you. You're the best. D- don't make me cry on my own show. <laughs> Go ahead and do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Adam. It's, uh, yeah, it's something, it's a small pr- thing I can do to give back, so That's I appreciate awesome. it. Um, so Adam Gumby everywhere, uh, your podcast, your, uh, D and D show is where? Oh yeah. So, um, miss at misfit rolls. Uh, it's called I will misfit rolls. If you want to look it up, uh, East coast games, um, is the gaming podcast. Mm-hmm. And then what does my friend do? It's called chilling in the living room. I'm oh, sure it's hard like to it. find, but that's his podcast. And I just show up because he's my dude. So I'm like, all right, my guy. Um, that's awesome. so yeah, uh, those, those three podcasts, check them out if you, if you want to. That's fantastic. Uh, as always, you can find me at Ninja 73 on Twitter, uh, my PlayStation show, PS Trophy Room on Twitter, and Bad Bit Games on YouTube, uh, kindanyc.com for any uh, future meetups, which we're not going to have one anytime soon, unless this pandemic goes away quickly. Uh, but we have um, our podcast, Dollar Slice, and Platform Agnostic, which Adam was on uh, in the past, so go check out that episode. And... Uh, Oh, man, I forgot my own outro. Okay. And as always, remember, be kind to one another. Bye. Bye. I love that, by the way. It's also Thank awesome. Thank you. <laughs>